Welcome to America's Independent Voice Podcast. Everyone has a story and life experiences that when shared can be a benefit to others. Join us for conversations about the things that affect our families, communities, and nation. Hey folks, my name is J.C. Owens. I am your host, so let's get started with today's conversation. Hey folks, welcome back. J.C. Owens. And when I do these podcasts, I really enjoy them. And I wanted to share something humorous with you. For those of you that listen to my podcast or know anything about me, I spent the early years of my childhood growing up in the mountains in eastern Pennsylvania, and I, pretty much a hillbilly area. And when I say hillbilly, we're not talking deliverance or anything, although those pretty freaky people in the mountain. These are woods people. They grew up in the mountain. Many of them never left the mountain. We ended up there because my father wanted to get our family out of Philly because he knew that Philly was heading for some problems back in the 60s. We grew up, all we knew is we grew up in the mountains, we were hillbillies, just like everybody else. The one thing I will tell you about folks from the hills is very resourceful. They can make anything out of nothing, and they will survive in any environment you put them in because they're adaptable and resourceful, which is never a bad thing, especially in the world we're living in today. Growing up in the hills, you don't have a lot of the modern-day conveniences. Many of our neighbors had outhouses. It was a treat for them to come to our house and use modern plumbing. And you're not able to get into town on a regular basis, so you have to survive by your own means. Most of us raised our own vegetables, livestock. It was a great way to grow up as kids with horses. It was an absolute blast. And it was also hard work, but when you were done work, you got to use the same horses that you worked with. And you took those horses right into the woods. You took them swimming in quarries and things that many kids would never, ever imagine being able to do. We basically, on a day off, would leave in the morning and only get home, and the requirement was to be on property by dark. We were also a very close-knit community. If you were out of something, the neighbors would probably have it for you, and if they were out of something, you had it for them. We were close-knit. We stuck together through thick and thin, and it was a known thing that you didn't pick on the hillbillies because if you picked on one of us, you picked on all of us, and we would bring it. Now, my sons, they definitely know a lot about my background because they've heard the stories. I have three brothers and three sisters, and we do get together on a regular basis, so they've heard all the old folk tales, all of which are true, and I was a wild child. We'll sit there and have conversations that many people will just sit back and go, oh my God, that really happened? We just laugh because for some it's horrific. For us, it was, that's just childhood. You don't think of it back then the way you do now looking back. I laugh and look at my childhood with a grain of salt because it made me who I am. And those who know me well know that I am an absolute survival machine because of all the experiences I've had in life. A lot of that I have to attribute to my upbringing. There is a lot of truth to that old term, a country boy can survive. My son calls me up and he's like, Dad, I just saw somebody at the local loafing jug with two goats in the back of their station wagon. I said, that seems funny. I said, but when I was a kid, my dad used to haul our two Shetland ponies around in the back of our red Ford Falcon station wagon. And he's like, well, that's why I called you because I knew you'd have something to come back with. And I said, yep. So the story is that when I was a kid, and I've been a young kid, probably six, seven years old, we were very proficient at working around livestock. And we raised horses and we had ponies and we had pigs and lots of different animals, most of which we either utilized for work 
or we ate them. As kids, if we wanted to go to the ice cream store or even down to the single general store that we had a few miles away, we'd use our horses for transportation. My mother used to use her horse to drive to the bar. Her horse would be parked outside the bar for hours while she was in there getting one on. And she always made it home, not by her own means, but just because the horse knew where to go and it was going home so it could eat. Now back to the story. We had these Shetland ponies, and everybody knew we had Shetland ponies. And oftentimes, maybe a big company or an organization that was going to be having one of their big annual picnics would get a hold of my dad and say, hey, be willing to pay if you bring those ponies down and give pony rides. Now, you got to think about the 70s when we were in an actual deep recession, and most folks were willing to do anything they had to to make extra money or find ways to save money, and our family was the same. But we did not have a horse trailer. We didn't even have a pickup truck because pretty much everything we did was up on the mountains, so you never had to haul anything anywhere, and anything that you needed was hauled in. But like all families back in the 70s, we did have a station wagon. Ours happened to be a bright red 62 Ford Falcon station wagon. And my dad had an idea on how we were going to get those ponies down to those events so that we could earn that extra money. Now, given the fact my dad was one of the best animal trainers I've ever seen in my life. You talk about a horse trainer, he could make horses just do anything he asked. And ponies and anything else as well. And he trained those ponies to climb into the back of the station wagon, turn sidewards, and situate their rear ends on the seat. And Shetland ponies aren't very large. And they would basically sit there in a sitting position. But driving down the road, oftentimes they'd want to stick their heads out the window. So it was nothing for us to be driving down the road in that station wagon, transporting those ponies somewhere to an event where we would get them out of the station wagon, then we'd proceed to give pony rides. And most thought it was just a great hoot. Who shows up at any place with ponies and sitting down in the back of your station wagon? And the way that he trained them to get in the station wagon is because one of the ponies was named Tinkerbell. They loved apple butter sandwiches. So my dad would use apple butter sandwiches to train them. It was just a great thing for people to see, but... Boy, when you're a kid, it's embarrassing as heck. And you're just hoping you never run into anybody that you know that would see that you're hauling your ponies around in the station wagon. So I got a kick out of my son's call. Thought it was odd to see people driving down the road in a station wagon with goats in the back. I don't find things like that odd at all. I figure just do what you got to do. If you got livestock, transport them. <laughs> And if all you have is a station wagon, get him in the back. It's funny, that station wagon, we didn't have a pickup truck. We couldn't afford one at the time. And so we would take that station wagon and use it for pretty much everything. I learned how to drive in that station wagon. It was a three-speed on the column. My dad, after they would cut the grass on the side of the road, Pennsylvania, the roadside grass grows two, three feet tall or more. And my dad always said it doesn't make sense to let that good grass go to waste. So after they would go down through with their mower and cut the grass, you just got piles of it everywhere. And my dad, he'd get my brother, sister, and I, and we'd grab pitchforks, and we would load that hay, our grass, into the back of the station wagon. Dad taught me how to drive that station wagon so I could just drive it alongside the road at a slow rate of speed so that him and my sister 
could throw that grass in the back of that station wagon. I was a pretty proficient driver by the time I was 10, but we would take that grass home. And so the horses just got lots of extra good green grass. So we didn't have to feed them as much hay, which even back then was very expensive. Back in the seventies, a lot of folks were just really trying to survive because we had a recession. But people stuck together. We were a great community. Grow up in the mountains. It's one thing about it is the sense of community is there. I think it was an amazing way to grow up. But I could tell so many crazy stories that we do. Oftentimes in our little family get-togethers, we're just sitting there joking and laughing about stuff. And like I said, outsiders, people that newer acquaintances, they look and go, oh my God, I can't believe people grew up like that. But we did. Made me who I am today and... So I just have to laugh sometimes. Hey, that's just a quick story. Ponies in the station wagon. Who does that? We did. J.C. Owens, and hope you enjoyed it. Now I'm out of here. Thank you for joining us at America's Independent Voice. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to rate our show. You can find us at americasindependentvoice.com. Until next time, y'all have a great and safe day. <laughs>